Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Thriving Minds podcast. I'm Professor Selena Bartlett, and today I'm joined by Dr. Julie Fratitoni. She's a cognitive neuroscientist, head of operations of the Brain Health Project at the Center for Brain Health, and she's passionate about helping all of us optimize our brain health and performance. She does this by leveraging science communication and behavioral science to make neuroscience approachable and to create products that you'll learn about today that help you become more proactive about your brain health. But today we're specifically focused on helping you join in the Brain Health Awareness Week that the Center for Brain Health is currently promoting. Thank you, Julie, for joining us. Do you want to tell us a little bit what's going on at the Center for Brain Health in Dallas? Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. And it's a very exciting time in not just the field of neuroscience, but truly this emerging wave of brain health. Um, really, we we saw this big push in the 50s for heart health, and now we're arriving there for what we can do for the brain. And so um, that's largely why we are have created the first inaugural Brain Health Week. Um, the point is really um, there aren't any other sort of awareness campaigns that focus solely on health of the brain, the brain's potential specifically to get stronger and to work better throughout your entire life. Um, And the second part of that is that uh, the point of this week and the ways that you can be involved is that we're the goal is to empower people to take action um, and to actually give you simple steps that are grounded in science. So you've um, declared February the 20th to the 24th in the U.S., Dallas, as the brain inaugural brain health awareness week do you want to tell us um and the audience what's what what's happening there and really amazingly as you posted on linkedin uh, the mayor of dallas has made a declaration as well and proclamation about this so do you want to step us through what you've planned and how that came about Absolutely. Well, we wanted to make it official and we wanted to get the mayor on board and have it be something that was recognized, at least um, in the city of Dallas. And we hope um, many more cities to follow um, and to be even globally right one day for everyone to really know that brain health is a thing. Um, It's something we can do something about and to not feel intimidated or um, overwhelmed, but really to feel confident and to know here are things I can do to take control of my own brain health. So we have a lot of really um, great things planned. Uh, The way that we've organized the week is that day one is about that empowerment. It's kind of just that first understanding of knowing, hey, there are things that you can do and um, we're we're here to help walk you through them. Um, And then the subsequent days, so Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, focus on Uh, are three factors. So that's um, clarity, connectedness, and emotional balance. Um, We can talk more about those in a minute. Um, And then the last day, Friday, is about impact and really showing um, how changing brain health uh, across the lifespan, that if every single person um, had optimal brain health, what type of impact that would have for our communities, our businesses, um, just as a human race, um, our quality of life, just how that would improve across the board. So that's kind of a high level overview of sort of the themes for each day of the week. And before anyone checks out of this, this is also you've created um, a way of people around the world and globe being involved. Do you want to talk to that a little bit? Yes. So um, 
we would love uh, for everyone to participate in some way. And so we have created a lot of uh, both hybrid and in-person events. Um, so you can tune in virtually from around the world. Um, and if it's at an, an odd time for you, given a time difference, um, they will all be recorded and so that you can watch them later. Um, and then we also have a text challenge that again, you can hopefully participate from. Um, we have uh, the capabilities for that to work internationally. Um, and so we're working out the kinks with that. And so if you are international and you join and you have an issue, do let us know because we want to make that accessible. Um, but yeah, let me walk through uh, what some of those uh, specific events are. So um, let's see, on Monday is focused around families. So thinking about young minds uh, wanting uh, to have brain healthy families. And what does that look like for parents to interact with their children and to provide so those opportunities? Series of interviews around family parenting and adverse childhood experiences, early life experiences. And the one factor that uh, Dr. Ander, the founder of that study, suggests for people listening is attention. So engaging, which is what you're doing, is you're creating spaces for parents and kids, families to actually interact together um, away from their devices and in a playful way where the kids can seem to be felt and heard and listened to as a step towards healthy brains. No one would ever realize that that attention network is so powerful and strong and that's all the kids really have and they're mimicking their parents. So that first event is so crucial. It's actually what he calls the first point of preventing the onslaught of further adversity for, for children. So I really applaud you for picking that as being the first item to go after. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's so important. And so part of um, what is going to make this day really special is that we have Stephen Lee from NASA, who has gone on some missions to Mars, and he is going to share with um, these families and, and children um, about the lessons that he learned from um, perseverance and uh, curiosity in, in doing that as he explored space. So um, that those will be um, his, his talk that he's going to give. That will be um, a virtual or hybrid event um, and one that's recorded that can be tuned into later. Well, I'm sure many people would be interested in seeing what he learned. I also want to say that Monday I'm going to be doing an Instagram live with Stephen Lee um, to just get a little more informal conversation and learn about his perspective when it comes to even applying the scientific method to space um, and to kind of this <laughs> urge to explore and um, how he problem solves and uses teamwork. So um, that's that, something uh, that what's your handle? Is that yeah, it'll be. Um, so my handle is just at Dr. Julie Fratantoni, um, or also if you follow the Center for Brain Health Instagram, which is just at Center for Brain Health, um, either one of those, you'll see the live uh, pop up there. Thank you. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to that conversation with him. Um, not every day you get to talk to someone who's gotten to do those types of things. Great. Okay. Then... So that's Monday. Um, and then Tuesday, um, we are focused on, let me pull it up here. Okay. So, um, the day is about 
clarity. And so that factor that I mentioned, um, clarity encompasses a lot of things, but you think about clarity of thinking, but that also involves um, your quality of sleep, uh, even things like compassion, your ability to problem solve. So there's a lot wrapped up in clarity, but one way that we are kind of celebrating clarity is um, to think about different leaders of impact. And so that day we're having a conversation um, with some chief impact officers from the San Antonio Spurs, as well as the Dallas Mavericks, so basketball teams, um, um, as well as the president from Paul Quinn College. And so this conversation will be about workplace culture and leadership. Um, so really important topics there. And you can register to be part of the live stream. Um, and if you register and can't attend live again, that can be recorded and listened to later. Um, so Wednesday is about uh, connection. We call that um, connection both to people and to purpose. And I know that's something that you've talked a lot about on your podcast before, the importance of purpose as well as social connection for brain health. And so the way that we are uh, specifically the events for that one, we're doing um, some interactive art uh, with Stephen and William Ladd. They're brothers, they're artists. They've created something called a National Scrollathon Initiative, um, but it's it's very interactive and they are incredible storytellers. And so we're doing um, a couple events with them. And then we have, this would be an, just in-person only, but it's a, a young adult or young professional happy hour um, where they're going to get to learn more about specifically art and kind of this idea of purpose that goes into art. Um, and then of course the happy hour is very social. So we'll get to connect and they'll get to learn and participate in an actual um, a brain healthy exercise to strengthen their frontal lobe in response to some of this artwork. So we're looking forward to that. And then um, Thursday, as you mentioned, so that one's about emotional balance. And so our special guest um, that day is Tom Insull. Um, he has written um, a book called um, Healing, Our Path from Mental Illness to Mental Health. Um, and so he's going to be speaking um, at 7 p.m. that evening. Uh, that's one you can tune into. Um, I believe that is is it solely virtual? Either way, it's definitely something that you can attend online. Um, and then that morning, we're actually having another a fireside chat with Bob Gold, who is the founder of Gomo Health, um, and he's going to be talking about disruptive innovation. Um, so the role of uncertainty and characteristics um, for agents of change and how you bring innovation to market. So that'll be really neat as well. And then Friday, we wrap it up with... Um, we're having kind of a community panel here, just kind of how the week went for people and, and how they're feeling. So for people listening that this is not happening in their city, um, how would you suggest we could go about getting someone like the mayor or the, in our case, premier or prime minister interested in seeing the value of um, promoting brain health to their communities in this way? Oh, wow. So I think... Part of it is, um, you know, building your case, right? Showing kind of what is the economic impact? What are the return on investments? Why, why does this matter? Why does brain health matter? Um, and really showing kind of um, just the change that's possible. We're, we're sitting at a point in time where we have tremendous information at our fingertips, right? We're learning your podcast is one of them, right? That is constantly sharing um, really incredible um, breakthroughs that we're learning, but we need um, we need everything else to catch up, right? And so we need to get this information out and what better way to do that than through just kind of proclaiming um, an awareness week. Yeah, it's unusual to be promoting the healthy side of um, the brain. 
Yes, let's get ahead. <laughs> so, so that's wonderful. I hope it's really successful. For other people that can't participate in the Brain Health Awareness Week, um, well, they're listening to if they're listening to this podcast, they're already now become aware of brain health and its importance. So, you also have another project called the Brain Health Project um, that anyone can sign up to. Uh, they can go to a website. And that project allows people to actually exercise and start shaping their brain health in this healthy way through participating in that project. So do you want to tell a little, tell people a little bit about that project and how they can join? Absolutely. So you can go to thebrainhealthproject.org. Um, as Dr. Bartlett said, this is a, um, it's a fully online study. So you can participate from anywhere in the world. Um, and, our goal with this study was, again, to really scale um, what we specialize in, which is cognitive training, um, giving you strategies and tools that you can use in your daily life on a regular basis um, for just a different way to use your brain to engage with the world, um, the way that you process information, the way that you solve problems, how to be, um, you know, push yourself to be, think more flexibly and have, um, you know, innovate more. And so um, we have rolled that up into online training courses. Um, you can take a set of assessments to get a baseline, your brain health index. Um, we have you take that every six months. Um, so you're able to really track and measure progress. Um, so you can engage with the training. And we also have online coaching. Um, so you can have a virtual coaching call um, quarterly. So every three months, it's just a 20 minute call. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of really great ways to measure and track your own performance, to learn more and just see how you can um, really invest in your greatest asset, which is your brain. And let's say that everyone, that the amazing part of this is uh, it's free. Yes. Yeah, it's research. So um, you are getting to really participate in a cutting edge study, honestly, that's going to help us learn so much more. Um, we know we've learned so much in the last couple of decades, but I would say um, we are learning more now in the last few years than we have in the last hundred years, right? We are accelerated in, in terms of just what we know we can do. And so part of what we really want to understand um, are just what are the lifestyle factors? What are the habits that people engage in um, so that they can lengthen their brain span to match their lifespan, right? So that we're not living to be a hundred and our brains aren't keeping up, but really what does it look like um, to do that? And it's, there's so much individual variability um, from one person to another as to what's healthy. And so we currently have over 20,000 people enrolled um, and we would love, we, our goal is to have over a hundred thousand enrolled over the course of 10 years. So it is a longitudinal study. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we hope that um, you'll, you would be excited to take part in that. The other thing I want to say is that it's not a traditional study in the sense that, um, you know, you're put in a control group or one person gets the intervention, but we want everyone to benefit from the knowledge and discoveries that we're making. And so everyone gets access to the training and we know that you're all going to take advantage of it and use it in different ways. So we're really looking at utilization. Um, and so just know that, yeah, even if you just logged in and you just took your assessments, um, that would even help us learn. Do you have any early feedback um, from people that have already participated in terms of any, uh, are you probably, I'm not sure if you're allowed to say reveal that do you have any empirical <laughs> data from people that have participated sure. for one or two years now 
Yeah, um, we have we have permission from a couple participants to share kind of their their quotes and their testimonials. But um, overall, I think people have been really uh, encouraged by um, being able to track their own progress, you know, having kind of a number or a score or a goal to really make the brain, you know, it's like you can't see your own brain. So they've they've really enjoyed having um, something tangible to sort of look at and track. Um, and then the other thing, I mean, actually, participants really love that they're contributing to research. They love knowing that they're a part of something that's going to help the next generation. Um, you know, a lot of participants perhaps have a family member that's been affected by um, whether that be brain injury or disease, um, Alzheimer's, something like that. And so they're like, I want to be part of finding solutions. I want to know how to be proactive, not only to protect myself, but just the fact that they're contributing to something greater um, to improve the future has been uh, a lot of feedback that we've gotten. Yes, well, I think it's an amazing project and very visionary to raise enough money to conduct a project over a 10-year period. Uh, and if you join now, you're, you'll get to be part of the project for as long as you want. That's the other amazing thing that I think is incredible. You'll also get reminders um, of things to do every day. So outside the Brain Awareness Week, participating in the Brain Health Project um, is actually an active thing you can do too if you can't make both. So I highly recommend as a neuroscientist and someone passionate about promoting brain health um, and fitness to everyone, this is something that can really change your life. So highly recommend trying it. Well, that is huge praise coming from you. Thank you. And thank you, Julie, for everything you're doing for the Centre for Brain Health. We look. We hope you have a a successful week. I hope we can continue working out the strategies um, that you're putting in place there that are allowing this to uh, influence government policy and uh, the community in general. It's going to be both a grassroots and also a top-down government approach that's going to hopefully maybe transform these spaces that are heavily infiltrated with lots of techniques and practices not allowing the individuals to see that there are some things that they can do to empower themselves. So thank you very much. Yes. And I think I did forget to mention that um, all the details for the week can be found at brainhealthweek.org. And I'm sure you'll link that um, for anyone who's curious, but you can find all the details there, um, how to register or get access to the different virtual events um, and mm -hmm plenty more about also the Brain Health Project and just the Center for Brain Health in general. So thanks. Thank you.